The, the problem is, is that they have subsequently shat in buckets. Country Wine We've Gone Too Far, a podcast where a Scotsman, an Irishman and a Bulgarian discuss the worst, the silliest and the weirdest as fuck music videos. Say hello! Hello! Hi, I'm Neil. Hi! Hey, you guys sound like robots. Dave or Nelly, say bacon. Yeah, bacon. Neil. Say bacon. Ba- bacon. Bacon. Neil. Oh well. Oh fuck. Let's, oh. let's carry on. <laughs> oh well, yeah. He's lost. We are taking a break from our socially distant international travels to bring you yet another video showing the eternal fighting between good and bad cowboys and blonde ladies in peril. However, this time we are taking a very hard turn into the future past to present to you the actual masterpiece that is Knights of Cydonia. It's fucking muse time, and we have the best <laughs> guest host to help us. Say hello to my oldest friend and fellow reformed muse cultist, Robbie. Hello, thanks for having me. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> the, the day the podcast speaks back. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We lived across the street from each other when we were younger, and in our teenage years, we pretty firmly believed that Muse were the best band in the world. Yeah, I often used the analogy that if they were to shit in a bucket, I would have bought the album. <laughs> Are you one of those people? Okay. The, the problem is, is that they have subsequently shat in buckets. Um, and I haven't, I haven't bought those albums. Bit of a, a heartbreaking experience when Muse embraced the cheese and oh, just became yeah. cheesy as fuck. And we were very disappointed because we were edgy teenagers, I guess. There will be no cheese in yeah. our, our favourite band. I get, I get mocked mercilessly <laughs> at school for Muse. You told me a story about this recently, but we were drunk, so I can't really remember what it was. But <laughs> it was some, a, na- a name that someone called you on online or something like that? Oh, um, Matt Bell, May 11. Oh, no, a Muse-loving perma-virgin. <laughs> Collating Matt Bellamy or something. <laughs> Chris, I didn't even know I told you. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you were steaming. It was on Wayne's oh, birthday. Yeah. Virtual birthday. Mm. I will write this down and I will present it to my partner as because it's basically <laughs> the description of him in high school, I guess. <laughs> Like muse loving perma virgin sounds about right. <laughs> perma virgin is actually pretty witty for a teenager. I know. Whoever I, it was I that was, called you that, that's pretty good. I was angry <laughs> but impressed. Yeah. Was that like the original term for incel? Like we invented, invented. Oh god! Oh god! We oh, no. Yeah. No, go no, we didn't invent incels. We didn't invent incels. Um, <laughs> I take that back. Muse proceeded to get cheesy and in our opinion at the time Shay, I've actually gone back and listened to some of it since and I've got a significantly higher tolerance for cheese these days hence why I'm on a podcast talking about bad music videos and yeah, yeah it's alright some of it is still not the same but I would absolutely call this video cheesy as fuck yeah. it's a fantastic video don't get me wrong but there's nothing like you know masterpiece about it this was the album where they started transitioning into the cheese and I think we all liked this album at the time and it is a good album it is but this was the point where we were all starting to get a bit worried and then it was the next album where we just we just went god damn it 
I think I went, I personally went for another couple of albums. I personally own uh, the, I always forget the name, the one that has the pricing and United States of Eurasia. Resistance, I think? Yeah, that one. Pretty decent. I like it. I listened to it recently again and I was like, actually, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> my younger self is shouting in through time at me. <laughs> you bastard. But anyway, okay, enough filleting Matt Bellamy. Um, <laughs> he felt plenty of that himself. What else have we got? Uh, uh, oh yeah, history. There we go. History. <laughs> The third single from Black Holes and Revelations, the song was an immediate success uh, internationally and cemented Muse as one of the main forces in rock music to be reckoned with. The song finally debuted at number 10 in the UK charts and never actually went past this, but it's Muse and we know where all they went. Uh, Sidonia refers to or terraformed Mars. Album cover is two guys sitting in a chair on what looks like Mars playing chess. So, yep, that, che- that, that checks out. Uh, I'm just going to quickly close my window because some cunt is cutting his grass. <laughs> How dare he terraform his land? <laughs> the video was directed by Joseph Kahn, the director of virtually every single music video you can think of. Current count is 182 music videos, four films and three TV shows. It shows a futuristic depiction of what I would make a guess to be as a New Yorkish area. It is, as Wikipedia describes it quite accurately, a thematic smorgasbord. It has cowboys, laser guns, motorcycles, unicorns, CDs, holograms, jukeboxes, Asian-style martial arts, and many, many more things. All of this removed, it is a basic story of an archetypal Western character, the man with no name, going to a new village where he fights the evil corrupt sheriff and saves his main love interest from certain death. They then ride away into the literal sunset on a motorbike. Because why not? You and I must fight for our You and I must fight to survive. In my head, I described it as um, it looks like someone's taken their DVD collection of B movies and smooshed them all together into one glorious <laughs> hole of a. <laughs> video one glory hole someone might say <laughs> <laughs> this video is a glory hole I mean W-H-O-L you dirty minded bastard <laughs> no 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 it's H-O-L it's H-O-L it's fine <laughs> overruled we know our listeners it's fine we can make sex jokes it's understandable especially with a video like this I mean it's not as horny as Bonnie Tyler but it's it's close well is it not it literally has a sex scene I think the whole of the Bonnie Tyler video was about sex so this, this just happens to have a sex in it. I don't understand why it was cut off. Which, by the way, if someone doesn't know, it was cut off from the original TV MTV release because you know people having sex. Oh no! And it's not even it's it's kind of hum- humorous shown, humorously shown, humoristically okay. shown. What's the fucking word? I don't know. I can't talk anymore. Um, they did it funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. I remember a DVD came with a single. Yes, I bought the single of this. I had the, like the director's cut on it. I think I think from what I can tell, the only difference is one shot in the sex scene, which is like mildly raunchier, and that's it. There's a couple of different versions. There's one that is shown on Joseph Kahn's website. That, I mean, there's numerous differences in with you know cutting the sex scene out and putting the sex scene in. But there's even details down to you know at the very beginning where they have 
uh, a Gustav von Musterhausen production and all that stuff. They have the, <laughs> you know, the little copyright Roman numerals that shows the year. Yeah. One of them is completely incorrect, and that's the version that's on YouTube at the moment. Ah, okay, that's one I'm watching. But the one that's on his website is the correct Roman numerals. Um, so I don't know how many <laughs> versions have been cut and how many have been released. Do you actually remember the version on the DVD being? more uh, sort of veering towards pornographic than the one that I just because mm. I just found a Vimeo of the, the supposed director's cut I'm just going to throw it out in the room and probably say that you're what like 17, 18 and you just found oh it's a titty oh my god <laughs> it probably was not quite as raunchy as you remember it <laughs> this is this is entirely possible so the the, the video is still on his website is there? yeah <laughs> I don't remember seeing uh, in, anything like that so uh, I don't know if there is a, a version I haven't seen but if you want to provide you know a link or anything like that, it's in the show notes right I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll leave it behind the bike shed but, uh, but yeah I think Rob you were saying before Nelly came on that you, you went into alarming detail 58 seconds when it comes in with the title card that, you know, a Gustav von Musterhausen production. Um, Gustav, the way that it's spelt in the video, G-U-S-T-O-F, isn't actually, you know, a name. I think it's kind of a deliberate bastardization of the real name, which would be Gustav. So I think they've gone to yeah. some detail or some effort to deliberately make things ridiculous. <laughs> Musterhausen wouldn't have... You don't say. Uh, yeah, I know. The circumflex, the little, like... Um, the hat on top of the U and the name Musterhausen, it wouldn't be used <laughs> in that kind of name. So I think, yeah, they've gone into a ridiculous amount of detail so that they couldn't also get called out on doing things deliberately or accidentally. And definitely the spelling was the most ridiculous thing in this video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that, that was my opinion, yeah, definitely. Like, if you start this video and you think, oh, yes, that would be a very serious production, there's something very genuinely mm. wrong with you. <laughs> I'm saying this with the point of view of a person who actually showed the video for the video for the first time last night because I'd never seen it before. Up until I saw the unicorn, maybe four fifths into the video, I was on the fence. I didn't know if this was serious. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> it immediately gets confusing what genre it is because it obviously it opens up kind of looking like a cowboy film, and then there's a robot walking along, and then he's doing martial art moves in his bedroom and it's popping up like snake style flying eagle style tiger style flaming energy boil circle of death Shaolin bear strike it's a, a great training montage slash you know tooling up scene I thought immediately of Rocky 4 where Rocky's training to fight uh, Ivan Drago kind of Russian Soviet boxer and while Ivan Drago's you know in labs with oxygen masks and scientists and clipboards all around him Rocky's doing these you know he's lifting up hay bales and punching uh wooden walls in this cabin in the woods so it reminded me a lot of <laughs> Rocky IV. It's Quentin Tarantino it's like super Tarantino-esque in the good point because he's <laughs> he's a disgusting human being but his aesthetic, <laughs> like his style um, mm. I actually wanted to double check when Kill Bill was and it's 2003 so there you go. Quentin Tarantino was kind of half copying Grindhouse films and stuff like that mm. a lot of the time. I think there's also, a, they're borrowing a lot from, you know, the old spaghetti westerns uh, mm. and you can see that right at the end where there's the kind of 
PowerPoint presentation of scenes while the credits roll. <laughs> and it's, you know, just all these Italian names. So this kind of European impression of what the Wild West would have been like. Directed by an American-Korean. Uh, I've just spotted another shot on location, the People's Republic of Socialist Romanistan. Yes. I've noticed that one before. <laughs> yes, this is something that uh, me and Scott when we were watching it uh, last night when he was showing me the video because he got very excited when he heard this stuff we were recording today. <laughs> he, he stopped it specifically because that's obviously something that he noticed before. He couldn't stop laughing. It was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a fact of, uh, of the world. The more words you have in your country's name, the more free it is. <laughs> like the Free People's Independent Republic of blah, blah, blah. Especially any direct reference to people or democracy. Obviously yeah. <laughs> democratic. <laughs> Obviously. I also loved at the very end, while they go through the, you know, the imaginary cast and the crew, it shows a production finance services by Euro Ballistic Rockets and Aerospace Film Company. That Raytheon, basically. Oh, that's a reference to another podcast. I'm not sure if anyone will get behind the bastards. It's fine. They make Raytheon jokes all the time. Behind the Bastards is a really good podcast. Yeah. Uh, it is actually fantastic. It's, uh, I think, they're the American weapons company. And the joke is that they produce uh, rockets with uh, knives at the end of them. <laughs> it's better It's better when Robert Evans makes the joke. The mental image is pretty good. It is, but he's actually really good at making the joke. He makes it literally in every single episode. So if you just play a random episode from behind the bastards, they will make that joke. Okay, I'm going to add that to my never-ending queue podcast. <laughs> Top of the queue podcast. I wonder if this reference to the Euroballistic Rockets and Aerospace Film Company, I don't know if it's a, like an urban legend or if it's true but movies like Top Gun were all funded by the Pentagon and were used essentially as American military propaganda but that's 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 not an urban legend is that true that's terrifying the military the American military has <laughs> like provided money for pretty much any movie in the last more or less 30 years that's absolutely true like that they're not hiding this including like all the Marvel and DC movies at the end they always say thanks to support from American military or whatever who would have thought Ant-Man was part of the military industrial complex? <laughs> well, basically any single, any single movie that you see where they have any resemblance of uh, the military showing up, hmm. they always have the support of the, Amer- the American military, mostly because they need access to, as you said, like to tanks and shit. Reminds me of the Frankie Boyle joke, uh, only Americans will invade your country and then come back two years later and make a movie about how invading the, your country made them sad. <laughs> Pretty much. Going back to the music video oh, yeah. was partially shot in Romania which maybe contributes to the last joke at the end. Okay. <laughs> Romanistan. Who knew that Muse were secretly comrades? Comrade Bellamy. Yeah, there's a ring to it. He won't be the first one on the guillotine list. Like, okay, make a decent album where we're cutting your head off. <laughs> I've heard those things about the latest dish album or later ish albums. I decided to make an effort to go through and listen to them and try and try and <laughs> forgive them. I haven't yet made that commitment. <laughs> I don't know if I can bring myself to. If you were to make a, a genre combining. Uh, sort of B movie. What what genres would you combine? Ooh. I would like to make a like a heist 
movie and maybe it's just the times we're living in but a kind of pandemic horror <laughs> you know like contagion or something where a heist movie <laughs> has to be socially distanced uh that movie exists <laughs> the short last year in oh, harrods while it was in lockdown just, it'd probably be pretty easy to to do a heist during the pandemic because everyone's working from home yeah, yeah. that's so true you'd, you'd have security guards <laughs> shouting at you over zoom it's not a movie, but I've always wanted to make a post-rock elevator music band. Oh yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> you walk into the lift and there's just this, this ambient soundscape going on. I've just seen that movie, Lockdown, it's called. Yeah, I just saw it. It yeah. looks as bad as I thought it would yeah. look. Coronavirus heist, yeah. Can I take my answer yeah. back? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yes. No, it takes you back, sis. I'll own it. <laughs> there was another movie taking advantage of I remember in the trailer it was like COVID-22 and I was like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> it literally came out towards the end of the first lockdown a little bit too soon not gonna lie here I know <laughs> gonna fuck off kind of feel like everything has been done I don't think there's anything original that exists ever in the universe mm. wow nothing new under the sun yeah imagine the amount of bad movies we have seen combined and that's a very big, big, big very very big number I genuinely cannot think of a combination that has not happened before that I want to watch. Has there ever been a film which combines yodeling and... Uh, I'm going to say The Sound of Music exists, so yes. very possibly. <laughs> well, that's a combination of yodeling and Nazis, Nazis. Yes. so yeah, that's, that's yeah. actually pretty good. Well, yeah, but yodeling and Nazis is like one step removed on it because they're all contained in the same part of the world, more or less. That's true, yeah. yeah. An apocalyptic musical. Oh, that 100% exists. We're not going to be able to do this, I don't think. <laughs> it's no. not possible. Okay, you may be right. Um, I'm going to see a reality TV show, but actually that's like, is... Turns out to be real life. The Truman Show. <laughs> this seems coming to life. There was a, there was a movie last year. What was that about cities that had been turned into into tanks and they were fighting each other? What? What? Peter Jackson film. Yeah, it's literally about cities that are that can move and they fight each other. What? I, I swear to God, look it up, look it up. <laughs> I will. Oh, it's called uh, Mortal Engines. Well, I think I'm watching that tonight. Anachronistic movie where trying to think of two bands from completely different times. Oh, no, that would be basically Back to the Future, though. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's not possible. Anything we okay. come up with, someone has made it better. Okay, we've, we've proved that everything is a remix. Yeah. Because we're doing the only thing they had left to do. Mm. Smoosh everything together. Mm. Guys, I've got it. A kung fu courtroom drama. Oh, Ooh. literally all in the courtroom. They never leave the courtroom. But, yeah, precisely, uh, all, yeah. All the judgments take place in some sort of martial art form. Like 12 Angry Ninjas. Yes. I like this. It's the court case after a kung fu movie where they're all getting charged with grievous bodily harm. I think my favourite part, I mean, just running through the, the kind of plot of the, the, the video, is when, um, you know, the unnamed man, he first arrives at the town. The lady looks out of the window, sees him arriving. Good man gets jumped by a thug. And then there's a just a guy playing trumpet. And obviously it, it matches with the music, but uh, just this sudden trumpet playing bandit with a toy gun. Yeah. <laughs> but during the fight, there's a scene where there's like a crash zoom on these two women. 
watching on and they look thoroughly unimpressed. You stole my favourite moment here. It's like, aye, because it just it zooms into both of them and, and one of them looks like she's laughing and the other one just kind of looks bemused. And I love the the transition from the, the kind of future saloon to the sex scene where it's those three slaps. It was really good. I was quite impressed with it when I was first watching it. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a sucker for something that's like perfectly, uh, like replicated. And like centered, and I was mm. like, "Oof, that's nice." <laughs> I didn't even care about the sex scene itself. It was like, "Whoa, that that that's a good shot. I appreciate what they did there." And there must have been a moment in the writers' room where they're thinking, "Right, how does this go from saloon to bedroom? How can we do that? You know, <laughs> between the verse and the chorus, how can we do that?" <laughs> to be fair, Joseph Kahn is incredibly prolific. He's <laughs> <sighs> a very prolific video director. He just genuinely always felt like an absolute creative force. The majority of his videos are so fresh and just good. Mm. There's just a lot of references to like to pop movies and like western like spaghetti westerns from the 70s well i think i think my favorite point of that is uh where i think it's is during the sex scene when uh, you just get a brief glimpse of the film crew in the mirror that <laughs> is my best part sort of shit movie 101 you just told my favorite part of the movie thanks <laughs> uh, music video. so we all don't have any favorite parts anymore no <laughs> <laughs> an interesting thing about uh his kind of video making career gustav von musterhausen is kind of alter ego it appears again in another video. Oh, it does it. Taylor Swift song, Wildest Dreams. I think the video is kind of set in the 1950s and it's, it's these yeah. kind of like... Um, in the savannah, kind of, yeah. At one point there's a clapperboard and you can see that the producer of the the movie is G. Musterhausen. So it must be just like a, nice. a character that he falls <laughs> back on for these kind of, these kind of shots. I, li- I like to think he is the guy in the mirror. <laughs> He's not but Well interestingly enough There's social media profiles For Gustav von Musterhausen And he mm. uses that shot From the mirror As the profile picture <laughs> MySpace one And a Facebook one um, MySpace well Has he posted wow. anything of late? I don't know Because MySpace The format of MySpace Has changed like a million times So I, I think what mm. Would have been posted before Is no longer there Does MySpace even still exist? It does I have no wow. idea how to navigate it, but it's definitely there. Why are we just not on MySpace instead of Facebook? Go to MySpace and you'll you'll immediately find out why. I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! What's going on here? Did it not turn into like some sort of music music site? Yeah, it's basically. I think it tried to become like a SoundCloud rival, no. and then it just didn't know what it was. Does anyone remember uh, Last FM? Yes, I, I think do. that's still going. Oh, the one that you downloaded the plugin and you connected to whatever player you're listening to, and then you show it to your friends or the music you're listening to. Blah 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 blah. You could link MSN Messenger with Last FM, so people could I see tried. what you're listening to. Yeah, I definitely listened to a lot of Muse, and it showed on my Last <laughs> FM at the time. Another scene that I loved: bad guy turns up in town in his car. There's a bar fight kind of coming to an end, and our hero he's fighting at the top of a set of stairs, and he throws a guy down these stairs, and then he just points like. You know, finger gun. He finger guns at the camera. I think there's another crash zoom there. I, th- I think we have to just appreciate that that crash zooms are always funny without fail. Yes. I don't know why. It's just, whatever That's a very from, Tarantino like, wah, wah. thing, isn't it? He loves a crash zoom. I, I feel like you could stretch this out into an actual TV show or at least a at least a short movie, and I'd watch it. Absolutely. I'll say short movie. I don't think there's much. Well, I mean, the better they make it. I feel if like you, eventually, depending how they make it, it might just feel repetitive. Yeah, if you pad the show, I suppose it would work. There were no lingering kind of foot shots. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> 
That's the second time Tarantino's foot fetish has turned up in this podcast. Do you remember Anna's story about the, the guy who sniffed feet in Brazil? Of course I remember that story. <laughs> I'm a sucker for intentional an- anachronisms, uh, which this video, music video is literally what it is. And also, funnily enough, I had never seen the video before, uh, before last night. And it just kind of reminded me of how I used to like music as a teen, so it was kind of very nice, warm feels. Anyway, it's a great movie, 10 out of 10 would watch again, and you should go and watch it as well. It's pretty much every terrible B-movie you've ever watched and loved smashed into one music video comes at you at such an incredible pace that you can't quite take it all in in one go so i recommend watching it and then watching it again well my, my favorite part was the shot of the crew quote unquote, in the mirror recording uh, the sex scene because honestly who hasn't been there when making the production just accidentally filming the home crew whole crew in the mirror somewhere <laughs> i fucking hate mirrors <laughs> <laughs> they always catch me out the bastards fair shiny doorknobs as well oh that's very very specific like who'll be actually sh- staring at the shiny doorknob to look at your face sound guys all around the world <laughs> just staring at doorknobs the worst part for me is and that's a funny one but it just somehow felt both too long and not long enough and it might be partially something to do with the rapid editing i guess it's nothing that like made me recall we want to turn off the video immediately. Just something that kind of made me go, mm, that, that didn't entirely work in that for me. But again, go and watch the video. It's actually great. Favorite part was just crash rooms in general. Just a bit of appreciation for that. Uh, specifically the the bit we mentioned earlier, which was uh, the two uninterested women at two minutes in when the main guy is, is just uh, away kicking ass. Uh, and the runner up for me is uh, two minutes five when he walks into the saloon. Uh, not because it's funny, they just nailed that shot in terms of a homage to cowboy films. They just, yeah, they nailed it. And the worst part is is the fact that one day I'll have to ex- explain to people younger than me what a CD is. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly it's a reflection for all the laser guns. Yeah, yeah, because it's a, it's a self-defense mechanism in here. It's a, a hologram projector in this. You should make a suit out of it. Yeah, a suit of CDs. Out of a few favourite parts, um, I think it would have to come down to our hero throwing down a thug from the stairs and doing the, the finger guns at the camera. <laughs> but there was also a scene that I think if it was to stand on its own um, would be really problematic. Would be, you know, when the pseudo KKK turn up with their their torches to capture the hero and then the hero then shouts to them you and i must fight for our rights i just think the image of somebody shouting to a, a group of pseudo kkk we must fight for our rights i think that wouldn't stand up well uh in history <laughs> You're like, which rights are you talking about <laughs> specify Not- which rights please <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing specific don't know what you guys want all of three seconds. It's better than a lot of the videos we've watched. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yes. And it could have been deliberate. Who knows? I don't think there's a portion of this video that it's not entirely deliberate, mm. <laughs> honestly. Every single ridiculous, strange choice was thought yeah. through by some fucking psychopath. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to give this a resounding eye because uh, I'm a, uh, what's it, Matt Bellamy flating perma virgin no, I'm, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not a perma virgin but uh definitely would fillet matt belly i'm gonna read it. i'm gonna cut that out you'll see i always say that and i never do so we'll see yeah. <laughs> aye aye yes aye
Sorry, I forgot what we were doing. Yeah, it's uh, I. It's it's a it's a fun we six minute video for you to watch. I, I give it a guest I a stand in <laughs> I. I loved it. Take a look at today's show notes for links to today's videos, links to Instagram, etc. Also email gontofarcast.gmail.com uh, if you have any other recommendations or thoughts. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podcast Player of Choice. Uh, and, please. Oh, please, please do. And uh, <laughs> also, if you look in the show notes, we now have a link to our Ko-Fi page. Basically, you can donate to the show to help us not have to do Squarespace adverts because we will fucking do it if we need to. Swear to God. And just because it's that time of the year, we're taking a very short break of maybe four to six inches, squeaks, maybe. Um, anyway, follow us on Twitter uh, and Instagram and you get updates when we are actually on our way back to your uh, ears. I just want to go and have fun in the sun. And you should do as well. And also distance and wear a mask. Are we technically in the post-apocalypse now because it's potentially after the apocalypse? Uh... We're during the apocalypse still, no? We're still mid-apocalypse at the moment. Yeah. It, would, it would make a lot of sense if the post-apocalypse was also incredibly disappointing. No laser guns. <laughs> On that note, uh, say goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye.